You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Tuesday, March 28th. Opening day is less than one week away. Where does the time go? Matt Waymeyer pinch hitting this week for Tim McMaster on the Rays podcast. We're joined, as always, by Bill Chastain, our Rays reporter. And, uh, Bill, some good timing uh, for the to have this podcast right now because hours ago, uh, the Rays made a trade. Uh, Peter Borges is now a member uh, of the Rays as he was acquired from the White Sox. Uh, give us the details of that deal and what kind of a role uh, you envision Borges playing on this team. Well, it's uh, going to be for cash or players to be named. And in talking to Borges, I got him on the phone today. He, he said, you know, obviously uh, his understanding is he'll be a right-handed bat uh, in the outfield and, you know, to come off the bench. And, of course, he's got some speed. He can back up in center field. Um, this one really didn't surprise me. Maybe the timing of it surprised me. But I actually thought he might be a target in the offseason. And when I talked to him, he said it didn't surprise him because they had been, he had been, uh, you know, they had kind of talked together in the off season and there was interest. Uh, it didn't work out for one way or the other, but uh, looks like a, a good fit, particularly with uh, Colby Rasmus not starting the season, you know, on the, on the 25 man active roster. So uh, we'll wait and see what we get. I know he said he'll be done tonight about 10 o'clock and he expects to be in camp tomorrow. And uh, I know that you've covered this in previous uh, podcasts uh, with regards to Rasmus. Uh, what is his status? What's his timetable? Uh, when could we see him back in the fold? He made it sound like it's not, you know, too far away. But, you know, he's so close, there's no reason to, you know, tr- aggravate, you know, his injury, you know, his recovery by pushing it for, a, you know, a, you know, a made-up deadline. So uh, he's comfortable with starting on the DL and, and uh, coming out when he's ready. Yeah, and uh, better to err on the side of caution, as the saying goes. So Rasmus on the DL to begin the year, but Peter Borges, uh, a veteran, like you said, he's got some speed. Uh, he can come off the bench and produce, and that is a good insurance policy for Kevin Cash and the Rays at the onset of the 2017 season. Speaking of uh, Kevin Cash, uh, Bill, he announced uh, earlier on uh, Tuesday that both Ricky Weeks Jr. and Tommy Hunter are going to be on uh, the opening day 25, uh, 25-man roster. So similar to Borges, uh, talk about the roles that each of them could play for this Rays team. Well, I think it was more of a foregone conclusion that uh... – Weeks was going to be on the team uh, ever since he got there. So that really wasn't as much of a surprise. And I, and I wouldn't call Hunter a surprise either. It just, it just seemed like they had a lot of dangling possibilities for the bullpen. And uh, I think his veteranship and the fact that he's pitched against Major League East or AL East teams and, and done well, uh, boded well for him. So, uh, again, maybe a, I wouldn't call it a surprise, but, you know, it, it was news, I would say that. Yeah, and uh, Bill, when you look at uh, you know the the makeup of the twenty five man roster, as we again are just days away from opening day, what are some spots yet to be filled, uh, both with uh, position players and within the rotation and the bullpen? Are things pretty much set in stone, or what's the biggest uncertainty right now for the Rays? I think the composition of the bullpen is going to be the biggest uncertainty. And uh, other than that, I have a, you know you have a pretty good idea of what the roster is going to be, except for maybe the backup catcher as well. So uh, those two spots to me. You know, two or three spots in the bullpen and, and who's going to be the backup catcher. And, of course, uh, you bring up the catching situation, which is interesting because, you know, they've had three guys in-house for a while now, and Kirk Caselli, Luke Maley, and, and uh, Jesus Sucre, and they bring in uh, Derek Norris, the veteran who uh, had a down year last year, uh, didn't bat 200, but 
he is a veteran. Uh, he can lead. Uh, the talent is certainly still there. So four guys in the mix right now. How is this uh, jigsaw puzzle going to play out, Bill? Well, I think you've got to give one of those spots to Norris because they went out and got him. And, uh, in fact, he looked good today. He threw out a runner at second. Um, but then it comes down to, you know, whereas those other three guys thought it was three for two jobs, now it looks like it's three for one job. And, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see who it's going to be. And, uh, Bill, is the fact that the team went out and signed Derek Norris an indicator that neither of the other three guys really distinguished themselves? Is that is that kind of the impetus on uh, what made the Rays sign Derek Norris? You know, I don't know if it's as much that as it is. They just felt like they – they saw the availability of a good player, and they took advantage of it. You know, their their mantra has always been, uh, you know, always try to keep improving. So, not necessarily that those guys did not perform because all three of them actually performed pretty well this spring. But uh, the more I think that just getting a you know a quality player who has been a guy who's been a quality player like Norris. Yeah, certainly, and a guy that's uh, primed uh, maybe for a bounce back because, uh, like we said, he does have the track record, a bit of a down year uh, batting average-wise uh, in 2016, but maybe he gets it back up to his normal career standards in 2017. So, Bill, I'll put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, assuming that Norris is going to be is going to have one of those two catching spots amongst Caselli, Maley, and Sucre, uh, who has the inside track on that other uh, catching position? You're not putting me on the spot because I don't have a guess. <laughs> really, they, it's been very close between all three, and all three of them have different things they bring to the table, and I have, I have absolutely no idea to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting what Kevin Cash uh, decides uh, which way to go, but like you said, I think it's a safe assumption that it's going to be Derek Norris and somebody amongst uh, Kirk Casale, Luke Bailey, and Jesus Sucre. Uh, we'll see what the uh, the roster looks like uh, days away uh, for opening day. Bill, to kind of come down the home stretch here, just want to get your thoughts on some individual spring training topics as uh, camp is almost complete and the games are almost counting for real now. We're still a few days away from that, but uh, the countdown is on. Bill, when you look at the minor leaguers who have uh, come through race camp this year, of course, you've got your your top guys that everybody knows about. You've got your guys that uh, maybe aren't quite on the radar when spring training begins, but they maybe turn some heads and get noticed. So of that group, who has really stood out to you? Well, to me, the favorite guy I enjoyed watching was Jake Bowers, and I, I really like to watch this guy hit. He's got a just a smooth left-handed power swing. And not only has he got a smooth power swing, but he's got a good eye. I mean, if he wasn't hitting home runs, it seemed like he was walking this spring. So I think his stack is going to go way up. He's just 21, but I wouldn't be surprised if he moved fast. Yeah, future uh, certainly seems bright for him. And, Bill, moving on uh, from that, I know that uh, every spring there seems to be a player, maybe more than one, that isn't quite performing up to standards in spring training and, and fans, you know, maybe irrationally sometimes maybe freak out a little bit about it because they're not playing well and they're worried it's going to carry over into the 2017 season. Most of the time it does not because you take spring training with a grain of salt. But who is one guy right now, based on your feedback, that fans are a little worried about right now? I would say probably Blake Snell. Um, you know, he it, it's it's like you know you keep working and working and and you're like wondering uh, is a is a switch going to flip here pretty soon uh, where he's starting to pitch better and he did pitch a little better his last time out but you'd like to see him a little sharper heading into uh, you know the start of the season. Yeah, I know that uh, he certainly has a lot of talent. Uh, he certainly has the pedigree of a guy that. Uh, could break out. Uh, we'll see if he puts it together uh, after what has been a kind of a so-so spring. 
And, uh, Bill, to come down the home stretch here, uh, every team has a turnover between one season to the next. So of the new faces that you've come across in race spring training, who is maybe one guy that you've enjoyed interacting with the most? I've enjoyed Malik Smith. Um, you know, he came over. He spent, you know, seconds with the Mariners before coming over in a trade. Uh, you know, mostly he was with the Braves. But he's got a really nice attitude, and I've enjoyed watching him play. He's a real professional uh, particularly enjoyed watching him, you know, work on bunting, and uh, you know, which seems to be kind of a lost art. But I, you know, in the past, I've often wondered why guys who could run well have not worked more on their bunting. And uh, this guy seems to get it. You know, I'm fast, and if I bunt, I'm going to get some extra hits, and I, I like that. Yeah, but, an, uh, again, he's got a, re- a refreshing personality, too. Yeah, and that's great. Uh, he checks all the boxes. And like you said, I think guys are so enamored and so in love with uh, hitting home runs and crushing the ball that the guys that do have this God-given speed, they really don't take advantage of it. But it sounds like Malik Smith has got his head screwed on straight, and he knows that, hey, if I'm going to be a productive player, uh, it's going to be playing small ball. So it's good to see that he's working on that part of his game. And, Bill, uh, to now, wrap now, up here. I, I did. I was going to say I did sure. ask him. I said, though, would he rather have a, a successful bunt single or a home run? And he said, got to go with the home run. Just <laughs> dig the long ball. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. I mean, i got to give him credit for being honest there. But hopefully a little mixture of both. Maybe he pops 10 or 15 homers and, and has his share of a bunt singles, too. He could be a real asset for the Rays here in 2017. And, Bill, to wrap up, as this is hard to believe, the final podcast before opening day, when you look back at uh, the home openers you've covered at the Trop, give me one memory that kind of stands out to you. Um, I'd have to say probably 2009 when you saw him. Uh, carrying out the banners and, you know, the excitement of seeing them carry out the banner of their first, you know, American League East title and uh, their American League, you know, winning the American League uh, pennant. And, you know, those going up on, on opening day at Tropicana Field. Yeah, that's always a special moment uh, to see the banners and the flags raised. Uh, as the saying goes, uh, flags fly forever, and the Rays uh, hopefully pursuing their next one in the not-too-distant future. Uh, Bill Chastain, great stuff as always. Uh, and, Bill, of course, uh, as you and all the other beat reporters uh, have done recently, you had the chance to uh, sit down with uh, Kevin Cash. So right now uh, we're going to air your interview with the Rays skipper as uh, you two discuss what's on hand for the Rays in the 2017 season. Kevin, going into the spring, what were, was probably some of your biggest obstacles or challenges uh, looking at what you had coming into camp? I think just getting guys healthy. Uh, we've done that with about half of them. Uh, we're, we're still trying to get some other guys healthy. Uh, we're optimistic that they're going to be here soon with us, but uh, getting guys healthy, getting them on the field, and so far uh, we've had good health in spring. You, you've said all along you want to get back to pitching and defense this year. You think you're on the road to that? I do. Uh, I think, you know, we, we came in with some question marks in the bullpen, and, and we've got some good candidates that are going to fill some spots for us. Defensively, uh, Tim Beckham's done a tremendous job at short, and Brad Miller has probably been the highlight just transitioning into second base. What are you most optimistic about this year's team? Just winning more games. we got to win more games. I'm optimistic that we're capable of doing it and uh, getting to where we need to be uh, at the end of the year. Leaving camp, you think this team will be a contender? I do. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.